<laughs> season three. Season three. Here we go. It feels like we've been away for like years. It That's does. what it feels like. Yeah. So. But also no time at all. True. Just a hair change and all kinds of things. You go to the gym now. It's a, a lot has changed. But I wake up at 5 a.m. Like, Let's save it for the podcast. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so we're about to get into it. Welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to The Conversation, a LYF podcast series where we provide our insights, thoughts, and experiences on self-love exploration. My name is JR, Technology Coordinator for the Love Yourself Foundation. And my name is Ayla, Growth and Development Coordinator for the Love Yourself Foundation. Welcome back, JR. Whoa, it has been a minute. I know, but at the same time, I'm really excited to start off this new season. There's so much to talk about and... You guys just aren't ready. No, they're not. I, I mean, I'm not ready. And we planned this whole thing. So <laughs> I can only imagine what everybody who is listening is going to be experiencing throughout the season. There's going to be a lot that's going on. Some new things we're going to be adding. We're actually going to have some guests this season, which is going to be new. Pretty excited about that also. I'm so excited about that. Growing each and every season. And actually, we do have a special surprise this season for all of you listening. We actually have a theme this season where we're going to be guiding you on finding happiness. And so it's going to be a step by step guide. Start with this episode and we'll lead you on next 15 weeks. And today we're starting with on moving forward and finding you. Choosing yourself, JR. Which is very important. The progress that we've made, not only through this show, but for ourselves personally, is definitely a topic that is important to us and moving forward is important for everyone. So let's get started. This episode really came about because I had a friend ask, actually, you know, I want I want to do something different. I want change. How do where do I start? And I thought, you know, when we're thinking about that first initial awareness of mm, things, things may need to be different. Yeah. I know I do a couple things to really brainstorm there what I want to do and how I want to make those changes. And I thought, you know, that's really where we want to start this guide for you guys and really have that self-assessment of where are you now and where do you want to be? And how do we help you get there? Yeah, I think it's really a cool idea, especially because I know that it is hard to get started in that area. And, you know, I personally have a lot of questions about how to get started. Where do we go from here? What is it that we have to do to to get to the next level, next place you want to be in your life? So having a guide to follow or having episodes to follow for the season, for example, I think it's really important and it's going to help a lot, a lot of people and I know it's going to help out me for sure. 
Yeah, and this season we are actually going to be doing lots of activities throughout the episodes that you can follow along with and do yourself at home. So this episode we are going to be partaking in an activity and we definitely encourage you guys to listen and follow along whenever you have time to partake in the activity as well. So you will notice us, you know, following through, doing something different, which I'm really excited about. Same. But to start the episode, I wanted to just talk before we even go into the activity about when do you know it's time to change and how do you start that process even before we get into these new activities that we're going to be doing just kind of me and you jr talking about what we've done in the past and what's worked for us what we've noticed has been motivational and then kind of fallen off i wanted to see where your head is at before we get into that today yeah i think that when you are trying to search for that change there's something that ends up happening to you, around you, that triggers that kind of idea of wanting to change, whether it be a negative situation, something you don't like about yourself, something that you're experiencing that makes you uncomfortable or makes you afraid, definitely makes you want to to change something about yourself. And I know that I have experienced these types of things just in the last nine months for what I've been experiencing. And I think it really just takes you having that discussion with yourself of, of saying, you know what? I'm tired of where I'm at. I'm tired of the way I look or the way I feel. I want to do something to to progress. I want to be happy or I want to be healthy. What is it that I can do to make that change? And I think that that is kind of one one of those situations of realization of you understanding something about yourself that needs to change. So I think that that, at least for me, has really helped me try to guide me into the right direction. Yeah, I feel like a lot of us, I know myself included, it's experiencing those things that I'm like, man, this isn't really making me happy. I will say that because I've been doing this for years now, I have the process a little bit faster. I don't typically like to let myself get to, wow, I'm really unhappy with my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I would recommend not letting yourself get to that point before you it sparks that change. And a lot of times we let ourselves wait till that point when we're like, desperate that we need something different Mm -hmm. because we just can't keep living that way anymore and I think that through doing the show and through all of the education that I have I realized that at any time you can make that change and I think that's really empowering although hard yes (laughs) because you're like oh I'm only slightly less happy in this area I'm like throw it out the window what can we do different (laughs) (laughs) start Um, over and um That's empowering because you know that at any time you can do that without having to wait for things to get really bad, which is nice. But I will say I also do tend to wait a while, depending on the area where I'm like, you know, it's it's bad, but it's not as bad as it could be yet. (laughs) Yeah, just that that waiting period of of you not wanting to believe that there needs to be something that happens or something that needs to change. Deserve better. Right. You know, we all deserve happiness as often as we can get it. And... You know, going off from the when, do you have a method of how you go about that change? I don't think that there's something specific that I do per se. I think going back to the last season, journaling was a big thing for Mm -hmm. me. And I think writing down and actually seeing the words of what it is that you want to do, where you want to shift in your life as well. I think also kind of explaining or expressing those emotions to not only yourself but to other people people who are close to you that have known you for a long time Mm -hmm. has also helped me kind of guide my way into this new space of wanting to make that change there's a lot of things that end up happening in our lives but one thing that's important is realizing that you want to make that change and really just convincing yourself of okay now i need to do something instead of just sulking and sitting in that sorrow of woe is me and not taking the action, right? I think that it's important to understand that if you want to make those kind of shifts in your life, you have to put in the work to do that. Hardest part. That's the hardest part, but it's the most important part because mm-hmm. if you're not going to do it, I don't think anybody else is going to do it for you. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I wish <laughs> there was something there that can just help me through it. Somebody to tell me like, okay, you do this and this and this. Okay. But Yeah, you have to have that desire to make that change. And I think that's when you actually put it into those methods or that direction that you want to take. 
And I hope that if you're listening to this and you're in that place where you're like, man, I wish someone was there to tell me, that's what this season is all about. And I'm hoping that throughout the season, we can provide you with those resources to make it more structured and less like you're on your own because we'll be following along with you throughout the season and making those changes ourselves. Yeah. For me, which will also be our first activity today, I try to do a free flow brain dump kind of mind map. There's a lot of words there. Yeah. <laughs> but when I am wanting to change, I take a very logical approach to it. And I'm very mindful of the fact that I have to make those changes. And I try to be as logical as I can about what changes I need to make. And so we're going to go through two activities today. One is going to be the one that I've been doing for a long time. And it's very easy and chaotic Mm -hmm. and a really good activity to kind of just have introspection into your brain and where you're at, where you want to go. And then after we'll try something new and I recommend doing both activities. But, you know, if you're trying to start simple, this first one is definitely for you. So what me and G.A.R. are going to do and what I recommend for you is to grab a blank sheet of paper. And basically, you're just going to put on a timer for five, 10 minutes, and you are going to brainstorm as much as possible what your perfect life looks like. Mm. Don't think too hard about it. I want just off the top of your head, like unconsciously, just write everything possible. So in the middle of the paper, you're going to write down your name. Okay, here we go. Write down your name. And then we're going to go into basically each section. So almost like a spider web kind of mind map, you'll draw lines. Maybe one line will be relationships. And another line will be career. Another line, I'm going really fast here. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I'm will with be you. health. Maybe another line is instead of just health, like well being, physical health, separating mental and physical health. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mental health. And then you can just create any other lines that are basically like the general subject of what you're going to be brainstorming. Okay. Then you're going to hit your timer for five minutes. And you're just going to go crazy brainstorming as many things as possible to go into those categories of what if everything was right and it was all easy, what it would look like. I'm going to give some examples before we start so you know the direction I'm wanting you to go. So when I do this, a lot of times you're just thinking like, okay, what are all the things that I would like to do? So usually I do go to the gym three times a week, eat healthy, eat out only twice a week do yoga and I just go crazy all the things if I had all the time in the world all the money in the world that I would like to be doing yeah Yeah. journal at night you know do all of these things full skincare routine every day hello anything that you can think of in each area that you would like short-term long-term goals daily -daily. non-daily maybe it's travel once a year just as many things as you can think of but while we're doing this activity alongside you we are going to kind of catch up on the past three months and see what we've been up to. I have some big changes. Yes, you do. Do you want me to start? Yeah. Do you want to start? Yeah, how about you start? Okay. Okay. So for the past few months, I have been going to the gym. (laughs) And we've been talking. (laughs) Hey, everybody who's listening, who's been following for a long time, that's a a big one. It's a big one. I went five days a week at the minimum for the past month. And that's such a big win for me. And I know we've been talking about it for so long, how we could never really connect there. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing to me. Obviously, we talk about it so much. It's something that's important to us. And I was just sitting down one day and I was like, you know, I'm by no means unhealthy, but I just don't feel as like physically fit as I want to be and as I could be even. And so, you know, I'm like, why can't I connect with myself in a way that I can make myself get to the gym? Mm. And my boss, actually, she was telling me that she goes to the gym and she was going straight after work every day. And I was like, you know, how do you do it? And she told me about this app and it's called Alive. It's by Whitney Simmons. It is, I think there's a free trial for a week Mm. and then it's like $20 a month, which isn't too bad. But basically, it's a day-by-day workout plan for you. And not only that, but she does the workout like alongside you. There's a timer. So it's very clear, structured, and there's no guessing. And I think for me, for so long, going to the gym was so frustrating because I was just, okay, this machine looks good. (laughs) This many reps looks good. Like I didn't know what I was doing. And I think that's what really turned me off from the gym because it felt like a lot of mental energy as well as like actually performing the workout to be like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Imposter syndrome. Everybody can see I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) 
I can't. And it felt weird to like search up exercises too because yeah. I'm like, this doesn't look like it makes sense. I feel like everybody has that sa- that similar experience where yeah. they're trying to either get back into it or just starting out of just not realizing what it is that you want to do or how to use the machines that are in there. Mm-hmm. So I totally get it. Yeah, I definitely have. And it obviously, it doesn't have to be that program. I think that what I take away from that and why it's worked so well for me is just finding something that is structured and something that tells me what to do each day. Yep. And it would really motivate me I would go at 6 a.m which is crazy (laughs) but let me tell you waking up at 5 or 6 a.m is life-changing and I completely changed how I've looked at that by just forcing myself to do it life-changing how like I think before we were like well we have extra time in the day like it's not about waking up early it's about using that time and while I think that they're is something to that. Despite that, we don't use the time. Mm. And I think that it's because of our internal clock of us running out of that energy throughout the day. When you wake up first thing in the morning, and I wake up two hours before I start normally getting ready for work. So before I would even get breakfast or get dressed or whatever, two hours before that. And so first thing in the morning, I have that time to do whatever I want. And I have my 100% energy because I just have a full night's sleep. And so waking up with all your energy and being able to designate that time to your growth Mm -hmm. and go to the gym. Like there's no excuse because you have all the energy there and you actually feel like motivated to do something. And once you accomplish that day after day, it's nice because you realize that you do have that time and you do have the power to do it. That being said, you do have to go to sleep earlier. And I don't know necessarily how it would work with someone that is like a night owl. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to say I was a night owl, not a morning person, and that I would like get more done at night. I could go to the gym at night. But like I just never could follow through with that constant productivity in the way of forcing myself awake at 5 a.m. and then... Which, I mean, it's still a force. Like, it's not an easy thing for me to do. But once I'm awake, I'm so productive in a way that's been life-changing. It makes it more possible for when you go to sleep early to then wake up early. Yes. In order to to do what it is that you want to do. Definitely. Wow. I know. What a breakthrough. You know, I'm not going to say that it was a show that helped you get to this point, but <laughs> I mean, the, everyone who's been listening to the show for the past two seasons knows that this has been a constant issue for us. And the fact that you've incorporated that into your life and are consistent with it now just shows that you can make that change in your life. Yeah. Do you want to give some updates really quick? Yeah. Where do we even begin? I don't know where we left off last season, but I'm back to work. And I think that that kind of feeling of being back in in that routine, one is nice because there is structure throughout my day. I know where what I'm going to be doing. I know where I need to be. And obviously very grateful for the opportunity to be back and to do something that is still in the realm of what I was trying to do when I had started my own business, which is revolving around social media, social media management, audiovisual. So it's definitely a little bit of a departure from when I had left of what I'm doing now, but it it makes me feel fulfilled. But it is nice that it gives me the opportunity to actually learn a lot, to try new things and to develop new ideas that haven't been produced yet. So definitely has been kind of a fulfilling experience. But I will say that there is still a part of me that wishes that that wasn't the route that I that I had to take. I wish that I was still on my own, doing my own thing, even though I hadn't produced anything yet. There is something to be said about working for yourself and having your own time every single day that makes you feel liberated or having freedom to do what it is that you want to do. So I definitely miss that part of me. But, you know, I'm learning to live with it. I'm learning to adapt as well. And knowing that everything I learn in this period of time is all benefiting me in the long run that I will get to a certain point in my life that I can try again. What else is new? I've been volunteering for a couple organizations, obviously LYF, you know, we're we're on break right now and trying to progress in there. So, you know, there's a lot of exciting things that are happening with us and the show. So definitely excited that we're starting here random golf club let me take that random golf club we just had our one-year anniversary wow yeah when you started that i know right and from having meetups of only less than 10 people has now turned into meetups that have 50 people 60 people are the founder of random golf club ended up coming out for our one-year anniversary event which was amazing and it just you know it was it was reassurance for me knowing that This is something that I love to do, whether that be community building or if it's doing something in the realm of golf, more so just 
getting people who have not played the game and, and getting them excited to be a part of it, I think that that brings a lot of joy for me right now. Mm-hmm. I definitely have to shout out the team, Dylan, Steven, John, and most importantly, Brett, who's also a co-ambassador for Random Golf Club Las Vegas, that you know we didn't know each other a year ago. And now I feel like these guys are family to me. That's amazing. Yeah, it's been it's been an amazing experience. I wouldn't trade it in for anything. There is a lot of work that goes into it, but the payoff of all that work outweighs all of that. And yeah, I would highly suggest others to either volunteer for an organization that that speaks to you or something that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. See about, you know, being in that world some way somehow because you never know where it's going to lead you. And like I said, I I went to one random golf club meet at the very first one, didn't know anybody, I didn't bring any friends, and now I have these people that I know that just has changed my life. But, you know, being involved in a lot of things, there is that time management situation, that issue that you have to come to terms with that mm-hmm. you know, there is only a finite time that you have, especially when you have a job and you're still trying to do all this other stuff on the side that I'm learning that burnout is a real thing. stretching yourself thin is a real thing i but i think that the reason why i keep going is because i do believe in these things whether it be lyf rgc the nonprofit that i work for you know i i believe in in those missions i believe in what it is that we're trying to do that even though i acknowledge the fact that that is a real thing the burnout and the stretching yourself thin there is a greater good that comes from doing all that work so it's definitely hard Definitely something, again, what we're talking about in the beginning of change of just realizing something within you that you're, you know, you have to come to terms with and just realize like, okay, I know this is happening. I know that there are things that I can do to to minimize this feeling just had to put into action and that's really the first step of self-love is realizing i deserve to feel that way yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i love myself enough to make those changes or i want to you know and i think that brings us to kind of share whoa see my notes here i got a whole web going on that is a big web i will (laughs) tell everybody my web is not that big So hopefully I did this right. We can just go over like a couple points here and there. I'll start. So I kind of added a few more areas as I thought of them. So one of them I put home and I put that I want to downsize. I have a lot of stuff. Like I'm definitely someone that like has in the past prioritized physical things over experiences. And I wrote that as well under lifestyle that I want to focus more on experiences instead of buying stuff and like downsizing to the things that I actually use. Oh, question about that. When you moved to your new place, did you feel like you took more stuff with you or did you downsize before you got to the new place? We got rid of a lot of stuff, which I'm really proud of, but I, I had definitely more than both my siblings combined. <laughs> <laughs> like it, like it's pretty organized and neat, but I still think that there's something to minimalism that I believe in. And I know a lot of people are like, no maximalism, like really dive into (laughs) the stuff. And while I think that that's like, you should never suppress what you're interested in, what you want, having stuff just to have it isn't, you know, fulfilling either. So that's something I wrote in my goals. And I also put under experiences that I want to go to more concerts and travel. Oh, okay. I also put under mental health that I want to do more artistic expression, more crafts and like pottery painting, Mm -hmm. I think would be really fun. And also gratitude each day, because that's something that I know there's a lot of research behind and I don't like actively sit down and write down my gratitude. And I think that would be really good. Under physical health, I wrote quite a lot of things. So I wrote eat out only twice a week, 64 ounces of water a day, do more stretching. I even wrote gymnastics because I used to love that. I never did it like formally, I think besides when I was like a kid, but I would love to like be able to go to like a gym like that and learn all of the things again. That's something that I think would be really fun. Under career, I put no like career slash wealth, I guess. I put no debt to have 10K in savings, continuing to grow not only my position in the companies that I'm in, but also like my contribution. Development's really important to me, Mm -hmm. hence my position here. (laughs) In my relationships, I put send letters to my grandma because she loves letters. Nice. And Graham Graham, let's go. Yeah. I said go out with friends at least three times a month, which may seem low to you listening. I put appreciate others more, just giving more like just reaching out randomly, more notes, more thank yous. I think that like words of affirmation is really important to yes. me. And while I like express that gratitude in the moment, I do want to have that connection more often than like when something significant happens. Yeah. 
And that's just some of the things that I wrote down. Those are really good. Okay, some of my things. So I had mentioned this before, working for myself is, is something that is important for me as far as career goes. I think that even though I failed, which is not a, a negative thing, I think that that's a good thing that I failed. Realizing where I was to where I can be now mm-hmm. with everything that I've learned. Golf every day, of course, you know? Of course. You know, get a little bit of exercise, maybe a little tan, depending on what season I'm <laughs> in. You know what I'm that would be beautiful if I could just if I can just wake up know that I have a tea time maybe in the morning, you know, as as soon as the, as the sun rises would be an amazing thing. Get out there and actually play golf. And probably at that point, golfing every day would be actually good at golf. So, you know, that's a aspirational thing for me. Coffee at a coffee shop with friends, Mm. I think would be kind of a, I don't do that now. I've only done it a couple of times, but there is something to be said of having that interaction with people that you maybe just met people that you've known for a long time and just trading ideas and and talking to, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Talking to each other over some coffee, you know, Mm -hmm. or tea or whatever. I think that that is kind of part of that personal development too, because just like this show, the conversation, you're learning from others. You know, we're, we are learning from each other and the things that we put on the show that if I could have that more throughout the day and actually have that time to do that, I think that that would be very beneficial for my life. Just a couple more. Mental health-wise, seeing a therapist once a week would be beautiful. I currently see a therapist about zero times. Right there with Come you. I now. need to go back. <laughs> I need to go back. There's so much that he or she could probably help me through some stuff. So having that available to me and actually affording it, I think is important to, to mention too. I wish that therapy was a, a little bit more affordable for not only myself, but everybody in the world. Having that every day to talk to somebody that doesn't know who you are is such a game changing moment. opinion. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Having a physical routine, some kind of daily routine that has me walking, moving, stretching, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Having five minutes of meditation or prayer, which we know, and I've talked about before, I've tried to do meditation, wasn't something for me. Now being a as a part of your day to accomplish that task has now made me appreciate it more. Yeah. So stuff like that, just creating those daily habits makes my life again, more fulfilled. Last one here, daily affirmations. You mentioned that too. I think that I have a bad habit of putting myself down. Self-deprecating humor is something that makes me laugh, but probably is not the most maybe not maybe not the most growing of of things to do so incorporating more daily affirmations and really believing in them you know is going to be important and i think that that would make my life that much happier definitely yeah and the with this activity i probably could write down a lot more in you as well as yeah. time goes on but basically you look at this and then you pick five things that you want to work on that you think would have the biggest impact to your happiness or health. So you look over it and we don't have to choose now, but just for your knowledge of, you know, what on here do I think I can achieve fairly easily? And what do I think that, you know, would help? And you just keep redoing that as you accomplish those habits or those things that you want to do. Yeah. And that's as simple as it is. Beautiful. I, I really like this actually. I think it, it gets your mind working in a different way that you mm-hmm. wouldn't normally do. Usually when I am presented something like this, it's just a lot of action words, a lot of key words of like very specific stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas this allows your mind to kind of open up a little bit more and actually see a bigger picture instead of something that is so finite. So this was actually really fun. Yeah, I'm so happy that you enjoyed it. And that brings us to the next activity. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. For this activity, we will be going over the steps, and but we will be cutting towards when we're finished with each step. And obviously, you can pause the episode along while you are completing each step as well. But this activity is also really cool. It's something new to me, something new to JR. It's called the Desire Map, mm. and it's a really new, innovative way to kind of connect your core feelings and what you want, you know, your desires to connect to with your goals. And I think a lot of times when we're setting up goals, we don't really think about the feelings that's attached to them or the why behind it Mm -hmm. in a really developed way. And that's what this activity is for. So it will be linked in the description. If you want to go check it out, the link will bring you to a free guide, which is amazing. We love free. Yeah. So we have our instructions printed out here. We'll kind of go back and forth as we explore this. But the first step is how do you want to feel in each of these areas of your life? So 
there are five areas here that they have defined and laid out as the main five areas of your life, which I think we go back and forth on, on how to categorize things and how many categories there are in mm -hmm. general. But they have livelihood and lifestyle, body and wellness, creativity and learning, relationships and society, and essence and spirituality. Oof. So we got a lot going on here. Yes. And what we do is for each section there, and I'll also read out, you know, the description of each section, you're going to just brainstorm as much as possible, kind of like what we just did, but more about the feeling of that section. So as abstract or as specific as you want to be, you'll dive into each section and just write down all of the feelings that you would like to explore. Now I'm going to give an example. So livelihood and lifestyle is career, money, work, home, space, style, possessions, fashion, travel, gifts, sustainability, and resources. Body and wellness is healing, fitness, food, rest and relaxation, mental health, sensuality, and movement. Relationships in society is romance, friendship, family, collaboration, community, and causes. And essence and spirituality is soul, inner self, truth, intuition, faith, and practices. Am I missing one here? Creativity and learning. Yes. That is artistic and self-expression, interests, education, and hobbies. How you're going to go into each section is, here's the example from the creator. Her name is Danielle Laporte. Here's Thank you, her, Danielle. Yeah. Here's her description of how she described creativity and learning. And this is how abstract you're going to go or specific. Totally up to you. She wrote, I want to feel like a contagious genius, like a hunk of wizards, like a powerhouse, constant synthesis and integration. I want to feel like the chorus of MGMT's electric feel, which, you know, me and Jay were talking about this a little bit before. So specific, but totally understand where she's going. Yeah. And it's also abstract. It's like a pinpointed thing that you can't really describe, but she described it well. Yeah. So that's how you're going to explore each section. And so that's step one. So we're going to pause the episode real, real quick right here yeah. and explore these steps. And we'll be right back with you to talk about it. And as promised, we are back after doing a little bit of the activity. Yeah, that was actually really fun. It's so different. I wasn't expecting. I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. And it really made you kind of explore different things about yourself. I was like, wait, <laughs> it actually like flowed pretty easily, too. I was worried that I wouldn't necessarily know. But I think in your core, you do know how you want to feel, which is really really entertaining to see what comes out yeah I, it was good that you gave the example ahead of time before doing it because if you didn't do that it would have been a lot of keywords and that's probably about it but because you have given that example of it being a little bit more expressive definitely wrote things that made you feel the words that you're putting down so i'm excited to kind of get into it just by putting it down on paper and i think that's the whole point of the activity really is to see and put yourself in that feeling and tell yourself you know that's how you want to feel all the time. And th this whole process is how you set up the goals to get there. But let's get into it. Yeah. We actually did different ones so we can have some different perspectives. But of course, after the episode, I'm going to go back in and do all of that. Yeah. I will forewarn that it's all over the place a little bit here and not as refined necessarily as <laughs> yeah. I would like it to be as I'm saying it. But, you know, self-acceptance. And this is, you know, step one. You'll get more refined as you get down the line here. Yes. But since you chose the first one, lifestyle. You want me to go ahead? Yeah. All right. So I had livelihood and lifestyle, which is career, money, work, home, space, style, possessions, fashion, travel, gifts, sustainability, and resources. So within my livelihood and lifestyle, I want to feel the first one is safe like a warm throw on the couch in the middle of winter Wow! that feeling of just coziness the feeling that you're home maybe there's a show that you're watching but you put that throw on while you're on the couch the coolness uh, on the bottom that the warmness on top and just feeling like oh, okay, it's okay. I'm, off, I'm fine yeah. i'm good so that was the first one i want to feel safe second one is i want to feel successful monetary wise and rich in knowledge and education, something that is either self-taught or I've learned from others. That one is not as expressive, but... It's okay. It's um, totally up to you. Yeah, I, I think that that is something that has always kind of been important to me, and especially dealing with the failures of, that I've gone through, realizing what success can actually look like becomes more of a reality, which I think a lot of those ideas kind of contribute to that. The, as far as lifestyle and home goes, what I wrote down was a minimalist home with the abundance of the things I cherish. So having a home that is just the necessities, the things that 
I need the things that have me live my life comfortably, but also understanding that minimalism is not just about getting rid of everything. It's also about holding on to the things that actually mean something to you. So having a home that looks like that definitely brings me joy. And then the last one is I want to feel relaxed, kind of like after a nice warm shower after a really long day. Mm. And as you know, who is working seven days a week, coming home and just feeling that relaxation of just like decompressing, decompressing. Someone I also wrote is just in parentheses, big sigh, you know, that feeling of just like, <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, okay. I feel good now. So yeah, I want to, I want to feel relaxed. Wow. Perfect. Okay, I'll go into mine. I'll start with creativity and learning, which is artistic and self-expression, interests, education, hobbies. So I'm just going to read the whole thing because I wrote it in like a paragraph form, as you can see. So I said, a constant flow of energy and ideas like the movie Limitless. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay. Where did that we're, come from? We're already starting <laughs> off on a good foot. Curious and questioning of the world around me, like an artist who's not afraid to produce bad work. I want to feel open to exploration and expression with an open heart. I want to feel like I can learn from everything and everyone. I want to feel invested in development of my hobbies and interests. I want to lose my need to be perfect in everything and let my self-expression flow in everything I do. That's amazing. How did that feel? writing all that freeing to be honest like it was like a reset i think a lot of times you get caught up in all your goals and in the future and reaching that next thing that you forget like at the core who you are or just like taking a minute to be mindful of like what your experience is Mm -hmm. it's cool to see where my brain takes me yeah what's your second one relationships in society within my relationships in society I want to feel accepted with a group of people who love and care for me unconditionally, like a puppy that just was adopted. (laughs) I think everybody knows what that feels like. So excited. Yeah, it's just very excited. This puppy doesn't know anything that's going on. It's in a new home. Everybody just loves the puppy unconditionally. That puppy grows up to be a dog and, and, and is now established within that that family. So yeah, just feeling accepted. Grounded in the foundations I'm a part of building community that lives on for generations. So Mm. the idea of being friends, those friends now turn into a family, they have their own families. And then what I wrote in, and kind of going back to our other season, generational love, the idea of those friends having kids and those kids are friends with each other and just creating that grounded foundation throughout community, I think is, would be really nice to, to experience. And the last one that I have is excitement. Kind of like the first kiss of your crush or someone you just oh, met. Oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Anybody who has wow. experienced the first kiss before knows what that feeling is like. That rush that you have, especially when it's somebody that you've been liking for a long yeah. time. That feeling of excitement when it comes to relationships, I think that's is, is really it. nice. Wow, you did good. Thank you. (laughs) What do you got next? I got body and wellness. Okay. So healing, fitness, food, rest and relaxation, mental health, sensuality, and movement. I wrote, I want to feel like I am healthy, period. (laughs) (laughs) Like I am always choosing what's best for my body and my mind. I want to feel infinite, strong, as tough as a Viking and graceful as a ballerina. Ooh. I want to feel at peace with my past and what has been done to me. I want to feel like Aphrodite. Like femininity spews out of me and everything I do. Like I am powerful and as peaceful as a monk. Wow. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I like just the idea of you being as strong as you want to be, but as light footed as you care to be as well. Yeah. I was trying to think of like what that like health means to me and what like my goal is in physical health. And I think it's that balance, like not having to be bodybuilder strong, Mm -hmm. but like balancing out that strength with also which is why I think stretching is so important and that flexibility like having that grace and and how you live which yeah. is really cool that's awesome but as you can tell we got a lot going on there and that's only the first step so JR do you want to read what we need to do for the second step okay on to step two get inside the words look up the definitions of the words that you wrote down on here it says it's dictionary and thesaurus time every word is its own world Dig deeper. When you read the actual definitions, do the words take on a new or more powerful meaning to you? 
Do they feel more masculine or feminine? What nuances are in the words that you relate to? Do the origins of certain words inspire or repel you? Do you have a positive or negative history with that word? Yes, it also says grow, add new words if you want. Do you see new feelings in a thesaurus or definitions that you gravitate towards? Write those down as well. So I have her kind of example here. I didn't write out like the entirety of it, but basically what she did is depending on what it means to her. So it, she said it shouldn't feel like homework looking up the definitions. Gravitate towards what's interesting to you and write that down. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to write down the entire definition of everything. But in some of them, she wrote down where the word originated from. So what country does it originate from? What movie? What book? She wrote down synonyms sometimes. She didn't even write down the definition at all, oh, wow. but just words like it. She wrote down a lot of times the word type. So was it a noun, a verb? Maybe she wrote down both types of definitions. And she says you don't have to do it like word for word, just the parts that kind of stick out to you. Like for me, I would pick out healthy, infinite, strong, tough, graceful, like even ballerina, Viking, like those sort of words and write down the definition and kind of the parts that stick out to me. Mm -hmm. So we are going to do that and we will be right back. And just like that, we are back as promised. This part of the activity was really interesting. I found myself gravitating towards maybe words that I meant to use instead Mm -hmm. in certain parts of the definition or even the word type whether it was a verb or adjective yeah going through this process and i had mentioned this while we're doing it too the words that i had circled to find the definitions of are very emotionally driven words which i don't know why my brain just automatically thought to circle those things so definitely interested to see where all of that kind of leads to yeah yeah so what we're going to do is we're going to go over just two from each section you know this episode's going as long as it is (laughs) hopefully you're still here with us you know but i'll start with mine so i'll go over some some words that i chose here one of the words that i chose was energy which is a noun and the definition is available power but i was also drawn to the synonyms of spirit and potential and i think that when i'm thinking about energy a lot of it is the potential for my like capacity to do something. And I think that's where I'm trying to go with it anyway. Yeah. I mean, something as simple as waking up at five o'clock in the morning, that gives you the energy to then go and, and pursue the activities that you want to do, which is one of them going to the gym. Mm-hmm. So something as simple as that can then be compounded into something a little bit more. See um, where this is impactful. going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm following along. I get it now. Mm-hmm. Another one that I was interested in is exploration i wasn't drawn to too much of the definition besides the word search Mm -hmm. Um, the word search to me is kind of free like it's not like you're researching or you're not looking for something specific you're open to finding what's there to give you you're just searching through as well as investigation into the unknown and just the curiosity i think for me a lot of times What makes me happy is the constant ability to do new things and see what the world has to offer. And that requires going into things that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. What do you got for your first one? First one that I have, I'm going to go with uh, relaxed. I gravitated more to the example that was provided in the definition, which is loose fitting jeans. Oh. But it makes sense, right? Me personally, I have gained a little bit of weight in the past couple of months. Something about loose fitting jeans just feels relaxing just <laughs> liberating if you, you know what I'm saying? Yes. A- an example of that is what i had mentioned before too about the the hot shower the warm shower is nothing is more relaxing than a nice hot bath is what ended up coming up in that definition i guess everybody feels that way mm-hmm. the first time that word was used relaxed they think that it was around 1623 really which i thought was kind of fascinating because who thought of that word <laughs> to describe what it is that they're feeling, what it is that they're seeing, something Before like that. they weren't relaxed. Right, exactly. I don't know if they had loose-fitting jeans back then, but <laughs> I don't even think they had jeans back then, period. But just the idea of somebody coming up with that word of like, you know what I feel like right now? I don't even think that somebody's thought of this yet, but I'm going to say relaxed. <laughs> My second word, I ended up picking kiss. And the definition of that is a sign of love. Another word that goes along with that is caress. Okay. Um, when it comes to that but also something that kind of popped out was the example of a kiss goodbye and mm. that feeling of giving your love to someone or something that you may or may not see again yeah. just like 
I'm giving you my love and I don't know if you'll almost like to take with you. Yeah, exactly. Wow. It's cool that like in that first, you know, step where we're writing out that paragraph, writing out the steps and we get so much out of it, but then that we can even take it further into the definition and keep unraveling it. Right. It's interesting to see each step because you're like, what more can I get from this? And and you just keep getting more. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And that brings us to the third step here, which is making your first pick. You're going to go back to all the words that you chose and circle the ones that resonate with you most. Now, if you did the full activity, you would have quite a few words. We only have done two sections so far, but it says to try to select 10 words or fewer Mm -hmm. from all the sections. Since we've only done two, we're going to do two words from each. It says you can always put a word back in the mix if you pass over it, but just trust yourself here. After you pick the words, it says Pick the ones that make you feel inspired, grounded, peaceful, energized, supported, positive. So once you pick those, you're going to write down these questions for each word. What does it feel like to be that word? What does it look like to be that word? What does it sound like? And I, if I were that word, what would my life be like? Finally, what's the word really about for me? And you're going to do that for all your words. And I'm really intrigued by this section because yeah. I feel like it's we kind of went back to the logical side of things and see what connects. But now this is really connecting to us. Okay, now now that we've gotten to that step, what more can we do with this? Yeah, really making it personal. Mm-hmm. So we will be right back with that. Just like that. Almost Again. as if this isn't taking us right, hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to you know, complete all of it. It has catched me off guard a couple of times of the things that I'm writing. I know the words are coming from the brain to the pen and writing it out. But as soon as I'm done and I'm like, wow, did not think that something like that would come out of me. Well, do you want to choose one to start with? Yeah. My first word that I chose was safe. What does it feel like to be safe? It feels like breathing air after a thunderstorm. And the sense mm. of that calming feeling of the loudness is gone. The rain is maybe trickling a little bit. It's not pouring anymore. And then you step outside and you just breathe that air in. It just feels, it feels safe. Mm-hmm. What does it look like to be safe? It looks like a home at the end of a cul-de-sac. Safe sounds like waves crashing into warm sand that sound of not necessarily stillness but just calming Mm -hmm. you know you can sit out on a balcony on the beach somewhere nobody walking around there isn't anybody in the ocean at all it's just the ocean it's just mother nature and it's just doing its thing if i were safe what would my life be like it'd be simple and it would be satisfying safe is really about comfort within my own addiction and along with that is clarity of mind. Yeah. And the sense that I know that I'm dealing with something and I know that I will continue to deal with this, but knowing that this is not going to overtake my life anymore, that makes me feel safe. And how did writing that feel for you? Liberating yeah. a little bit. It made me feel like I was in control. Yeah. When majority of the time when the addiction starts to flare up, you're out of control. It definitely made me feel more in tune with that idea it's wild that we start with you know our brain saying this word and it brings us all the way down to that realization you're like wow i didn't realize it was gonna bring me there all right what about you so i i changed up a few words i was really attached to unbounded specifically Mm so started with limitless and unbounded really spoke to me as what i really was attached to so i wrote it feels like not being restricted to others expectations or my own expectations of myself Oh, i like that Mm -hmm. I said, it looks like being open to being wrong, to failing and to acceptance. It sounds like the song Higher by Tayo Cruz. Oh, nice. Okay. (laughs) I love that song. And I realize why it just makes me feel like I can do anything. And that life is just so expansive, so limitless. If I was unbounded, my life would be expanding fast and kind and understanding of the world around me because I wouldn't place that expectation on anything. Right. What it's really about for me is not limiting my happiness. Nice. And I was like, wow. That is amazing. I think I do a lot of things because I should in the expectation of it leading somewhere. I think that limits where I'm able to go because of that. I think that that's the beauty of this exercise and and these steps is that it makes you take these ideas that have probably been there for a while, but allows you to break it down even more 
and get to a point where you can really create your own definition of what that means to you and what speaks to you as well. Yeah, I will go into step four, which is almost the final step here. It's basically a review because we've been getting so deep into it. Now we're going to kind of take a step back and look at what we've wrote. It says that you're going to notice some of the same feelings and words repeating themselves. And that's a good thing because we want to reach for that same feeling across all the areas of our lives. We want to choose words that are so precise that they feel electric. They say when you have all these words, 10 to 12 words, it can be hard to narrow it down to five. And you should really be thinking about what emotions are they stirring up for you and be drawn more towards the ones that really ignite that fire inside of you. Now, this is the part that I thought was really interesting. It says to look at your words and the way that you are talking about them and expressing them. It says that words can orient our energy and we need to make sure that we are conscious of the power we are putting into them. Be mindful about terms for feeling states that come from the outside world as they can set you up to expect that life is going to make you feel that way, which they show more examples as respected, cherished, admired, honored, seen, adored, loved. These rely on outside sources to make you feel them. So once you review everything and make sure that all of your work can be reframed in a way that gives you the power and it's not something happening to you, it brings us to your final picks. So realistically, you would pick your three to five words. Mm -hmm. And what you would do is write down basically how you would feel that way. So here is the example that she wrote. So if she chose the word lavish as the feeling that she had as like a core desire in her body, you would write what things in your life would make you feel that way. Mm -hmm. And so she wrote perfecting her falsy eyelashes and cat eye look, (laughs) pedicures, green smoothies, and meditating while wearing gold jewelry. So you get really specific there about where it brings you. And you're basically just going to write that out for your three to five words. And I think that it can bring you really far into seeing, okay, how can I create those things in my day to day where I'm able to implement more things to help me experience those emotions? This is a great example of putting that to the test and really giving you that framework to, to develop that for yourself. This, this exercise is kind of mind-blowing in a sense that (laughs) like I would not have thought that I would go through something like this but having gone through just a very basic version of of this it's not the, the full thing but has created so much impact in me just within these couple hours well for people who are listening it's a lot shorter than that but yeah it's just amazing yeah and so basically if you're listening our homework here and your homework at home is to go through the entire activity and all of the steps choose your three to four five desired core values and these are going to be what sits with you throughout the season and next episode jr and i will talk about the feelings that we chose we'll kind of give a brief review and you're going to keep those close to you hang them up on the wall look at them every day put them where they need to be yeah and that's really going to lead us to setting up our goals throughout the season which we're going to revert back to as we go throughout the episodes so be sure to let us know what you chose as your core values. Yeah, definitely reach out to us at the LY Foundation. We want to hear from you. We it's want a community. To, yeah, it's a community. We want to, 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 to see what everyone has come up with and what direction that it takes for them to... Going through to it see. together. Yeah, we're doing it together. And don't think we forgot, we do have our quotes for the end of the episode. Uh-huh. I will start with my quote, which I actually almost forgot. My quote today is, We can't become what we need to be by remaining what we are. By Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Let's go. Okay. (laughs) And I thought that was a great start to the season. If we're thinking about where we want to go and who we're meant to be, who we need to be, we have to put in that effort to make the changes. My quote is, don't dwell on what went wrong. Instead, focus on what to do next. Spend your energy moving forward together towards an answer. And that idea of just not living in the past, this exercise, for example, of learning who you are and what it is that matters to you right now can be the catalyst to get you to the next point in your life. And definitely finding that energy to move forward is is important. That brings us to the end of the episode. Be sure to stay tuned on our Instagram because we will be posting some interactive stuff there. And like we said, we want to hear from you. Leave us a comment on Instagram or Twitter at the LY Foundation or on Facebook, facebook.com slash the LY Foundation. Also, leave us a review of the LYF podcast. 
That way we can continue to produce more content and grow the show. Thank you all for listening to the season opener premiere of the conversation. And until next time, love yourself, love one another, and love this planet we call home.